0: Hey there, this is John, and I want to take a quick minute to let you guys know about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. You don't even have to do anything. Your podcast will be heard on Spotify, Apple, Google, and many more listening platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now back to the show.
1: You are now entering. Armbar Audio. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Armbar Audio. I'm your host, Tim Farley, and next to me is my trusted companion, John Kearns. What's up, everybody? And this is the mm. monthly top ten matches list, so of course we are joined by none other than the Paisley Punjabi Prince, the nerdy Mark himself, Sid Sera.
2: that was that was arguably worse what's up
0: that was like a fucking it, it was like when, when they roll in on weekend update on SNL it was like when they roll in and the music
1: was just like <laughs>
0: okay so what's up man
2: How what's up yeah, oh, yeah I'm just I'm doing alright I just uh Came out from a job interview actually. Went really well. So
1: if you were like that.
2: So, so cheers. What you got there? Oh, just uh, some seltzer water. It's pomegranate acai flavor. Acai. So got, yeah. Got the anti offense I just I've just been really you bougie the these past few days. Just, let me change it to this so I can go back again. At least you want me to put the shades hey,
0: back. Hey but hey, but now you, you, you can see, so that's better.
2: There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Top 10 list. Welcome, everyone, to our list.
1: Now, that is... the month of February had a plethora of great matches. It sure uh, did. We did not do uh, yeah. the pre-video uh, where we show honorable mentions. Uh, we are not doing the upcoming... Things for March, because we're already in the second week of March. If you don't know what wrestling is going on, then shame on you. But anyway, um, this top ten list, guys. It is a very eclectic list this month. yes, Yes, but Sid and I were talking about this last night. They're, for the first time in a month span, there is a declarative MVP wrestler. He is in three of the matches this month. I got
0: to
2: think of who it is.
1: Well, let me tell you. He was in an exploding barbed wire death match. Yeah. And all he, the time was a lousy teacher. Also, yeah.
2: yeah, and you share a name with, and you share his first name. Yeah.
0: I was trying... I, I was looking at the list here and trying to think of who that was going to be. But, yeah, it's definitely John Moxley. And kicking the
1: uh, show off at number 10. Oh, look at how fancy you can be when you try.
0: Josh Burnett's Bloodsport 5. It was John Moxley versus Davey Boy Smith Jr. Davy Boy Smith
1: uh, was undefeated in bloodsport contention, John Moxley showed up at bloodsport. Was he on four? He was not on four. No. Oh no, he was he on, was on three, three. He was on three and he beat Chris, Chris Dickinson. Dickinson, the dirty daddy, the dirty daddy, the another, son of a bitch. That, oh, oh, another skull worth of Josh Barnett's bloodsport. Chris Dickinson, I
0: loved, I loved you. I and still do. You've done something awful, sir. If you don't know do? what
1: John's talking about, I can't. He's talking about the current storylines in Game Changer Wrestling. I can't believe what you've done.
2: Who did he? Who did he kill, John?
0: Well, he killed Spring Break because now oh, Ricky man. Shane. That oh, I'm, I was. I I almost said it, but I don't want to be that guy.
2: Uh, I thought he killed Sparky, too. No, he helped
1: Ricky Shane Page in 4-4-OK. All along. OK or whatever. Ricky
0: Shane Page is in charge of spring break, and it's going to suck. It's not going to suck, but... It's not going to suck, but, like, I'm just... Yeah. You know what I mean?
2: I got you. Keeping (laughs) K-Fame.
1: Now, that's okay, because... He attacked Joey Janela. Josh Barnett's Bloodsport Six oh, will well, also be yeah, exactly uh, on GCW Collective, and if you haven't heard any of the announcements coming out of there, the winner of this match here is facing Barnett in the uh
0: the main event. Main event, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, it's such a common phrase. <laughs> but, uh, I had to say Paisley Punjabi Prince, okay, like three times, yeah. Fuck. Anyway, so this match, guys, um, I'm going to say this. i watched all of Bloodsport 4 and 5. Uh, I (laughs) I had a lot of honorable mentions from 4 and 5. Um, I was very impressed by Super Beast, uh, Cal Jack, Royce Isaacs, Alex Coughlin of New Japan LA Dojo uh, is back. Um... Of course, Chris Dickinson, J.R. Kratos, Jeff Cobb made his Bloodsport debut. But the best match of Bloodsport 4 and 5 had to be this match. John Moxley against Davy Boy Smith Jr. Uh, Davy Boy Smith, like I said earlier, has not been beaten in the Bloodsport <clears throat> arena. Um now, John, you've watched Bloodsport before, so you kind of had yeah. an idea of what to expect. Sid, did you have any background with Bloodsport?
2: Uh, I think I did watch the uh, Moxley match that we were, we just talked about before this.
1: You watched Lawler and Homicide too, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But this was a little different because it did feel like...
1: It had different I production remember. value.
2: Yeah, yeah. I- well, okay. It did feel like I did. Want, I have seen something similar to this uh, in Chikara Final Battle, or what it was called. But no, Action Arcade. I think that's what the show was called. They had a whole like kind of a fight. <laughs> I don't want to say fight pit, but underground it
1: fight, underground fight. arena. Yeah. Yes, yeah, like basically fight fight. that.
2: Yeah, yeah. They had that, and like it was like kind of a more of a like a rumble like a battle Royale kind of environment there. But so I'm used to this kind of production. Um, I think obviously uh, if anyone fits like a glove, it's John Moxley, obviously. Yeah. So uh, I, I, it was just really cool to see. Um, and I understand why you guys kept making the comparisons uh, to raw underground, like raw underground. You kept on saying, yeah, it's what it wanted to be.
0: Yeah. So yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. And, this was cool, man. Like, I, it was very good, uh, very well choreographed and done well. And uh, I mean, Davy Boy Smith Jr. It's kind of cool to see that he's. I mean, was Davy Boy Smith? He, from what I remember, he didn't do. He did a lot more high flying stuff. If I'm not mistaken, no, right? That, or,
1: that was his partner, Dynamite Kid. Oh, Dynamite Kid. Davy Boy was a powerhouse and mainly did power moves. But his son. Okay, so his son, so the apple doesn't
2: fall far from the tree. So
1: his son has trained MMA. He's a big time catch as catch can type wrestler, uh, and he does do power moves and such. The guy is uh, uh, just incredible. He's and, a beast, yeah. And, the, and there were many times in this match, John, where I thought um, the outcome was going to go in favor of uh, David Boy. Yeah definitely yeah hit. same same but uh man it, it it turned around
0: it the match turned around when Moxley hit that big knee strike yeah and then hit a big knee strike and then hit another big knee strike and then another big knee strike and just knee Davy Boy's goddamn face off it I was hit insane. the death rider yeah <laughs>
1: yeah or paradigm shift whatever you want to call it but uh, i mean this this match showcased Davey Boy's uh, uh, it, uh, prowess and knowledge of technical wrestling, and it showed the character of Moxley that that uh, undying spirit, that mm-hmm. the, the never give up, no quit attitude, and it was perfect for this environment. Yeah. So at GCW The Collective at Josh Barnett's Bloodsport 6 it will be the man himself Josh Barnett against John Moxley it's going to be so brutal Leo Rush will be res- will be fighting a Cambodian MMA and pro wrestler named y- Yala and there's wow. a female, there's another female match like they did at Bloodsport 3 um, but yeah I don't remember also, the names of those. We talked about
0: ladies. we talked about Super Beast before. We're going to be getting Super Beast versus
1: Schleck. Oh yeah, yeah, that yeah. was just announced. That's going to be <clears throat> fucking disgusting. Yes, it is because <laughs> because looking at Schleck, I said this to you when yeah. we were watching him. Uh, uh, looking at his body, he looks like he could be in these types of matches. Yeah, but he's his gimmick is is you know, deathmatch guy. So he, I'm really yeah. looking forward to seeing what he can do in Bloodsport.
0: I mean, he literally, he looks like the guy that nobody fucks with in prison. Right. Like, that's what he looks
1: like. <laughs> but anyway, um, any any uh, final thoughts on this match, uh, Sid? No, not really. I
2: think we all kind of covered everything. So we can
1: move on to number nine. When are you number
0: nine? Yeah, number, I did. Number nine, we're going to be talking about uh, Impact Wrestling No Surrender. It was My a... favorite promotion. Yes, it's favorite. It was a triple threat revolver match, which I've never seen before. It was a really cool concept. But we had Sean Devari. Sean Devari? Yeah, Sean Devari. I get the mixed it's up not sometimes. not Aria. Not Aria. Sean Daivari, Suicide, Willie Mack, Ace Austin, Trey Miguel, uh, Chris Bay, Walkie Weapon, Josh Alexander, and who was the other guy? Blake Christian. We had Blake Christian, and what it was, uh, it was a triple threat match, but it was set up like a gauntlet match, where when somebody got pinned, they were eliminated, and somebody else came in. But it was always three people in the ring. It was a really cool concept. It was for the number one contendership for the X Division title, and I think the winner was Josh Alexander.
1: Yes, it was. Trey Miguel started this match off <laughs> with Suicide and, uh, mm, I want to say... I think it was DeVore. No? Yeah, it was.
0: Yeah. Blake, it, was. it was Blake Christian. Oh, it, yeah. Yeah, oh, it was. Right right yeah, it was. And,
1: <laughs> and Trey made it all the way to the end with Alexander. Um... There was a lot of really good spots in this match. Um, I love that Alexander won because Alexander, out of all those guys, sticks out because he's the technical guy. Um, Trey Miguel, since coming back to Impact, has shown a lot of new innovative offense and shown that he can stand alone uh, aside from being in a group that he was in for most of his career. Um... It was a nice send-off for Blake Christian from the independent community uh, till he goes uh, since he is now signed to NXT. Um, suicide did his thing. Devari's in the best shape of his career. Willie Very Mack. So. What can you say about Willie Mack that hasn't been said before? Hell yeah. Ace Austin, I'm a fucking mark for. I will always mark for I love Ace that Austin. Uh, Chris Bay you know, the ultimate finesser, they were in there doing, doing the X division proud, man. Like it was a great X division match. I love the concept. Um, but yeah, um, somebody else talk. You're said Cause okay, I, I, well, I have something uh, funny to say after
2: you're done.
0: That I oh, just, wow. re- that I just remembered in my, yeah. Okay. Ahead. Write it down, I guess.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, like you said, the different. Very different concepts. The revolver concept, but like basically a battle, like a gauntlet match except for three people. Um, I mean, I, I loved seeing the Trey Miguel throughout being pretty much the Iron Man for this match. Um, you know, he definitely had a lot of resolve throughout it. And I'm pretty sure that down the line, he will be X Division champion. And if not, maybe eventually Impact World champion. Um uh, I mean, definitely Blake Christian. I'm looking forward to see how they present him in NXT. Are they gonna call him Chris Blake or something? I don't know, but uh, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be cool. Hopefully, I mean, you never know that you you know, knowing NXT or WWE, they might just pair him up with MSK because oh hey, you all came from Impact.
1: I so if we're on. if we're gonna talk about that, he should be with his boy Alex Zane and challenge MSK. Yeah. And yeah, just have the whole match in the air, or or get you know those uh, what are those um, those places trampolines yeah the trampoline park yeah trampoline park uh, just have the match be in a trampoline park. Uh, I'd love love there to that. There should be actually. that should be a thing. Somebody yeah. somebody should, should should do that. Ray Phoenix
0: and Graham Metalik. Ray Phoenix and Graham Metalik. Or I still my dream match right now is Ray Phoenix versus uh, Ricochet. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> well, yeah. Um, I don't know why I didn't remember this when we were watching this match, but it just hit me. When I was a kid and I used to play with the figures, I did matches like this. I think that I
1: invented the triple threat revolver. How in the hell did your hand... Hold three, both your hands hold three action figures at once. No,
0: there would just be like one standing there.
1: Oh. I used to, I I, I, I never did like
0: the, eh, bah, 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 bah. I used to just like set up scenarios. Ah. Oh. <laughs> so in other words, what you're saying is. What I'm saying what is, basically... Impact owes me money, is what I'm saying. Exactly. It's just about <laughs> <laughs> I That's think I wanted to this match. I don't know why I didn't think of that when we were watching
1: it, but I totally did shit like that. (laughs) Well, thanks, John. That's crazy. I guess the universe heard your brain, and then I guess I just years later. I just randomly got the amour.
0: I just randomly remembered that while we were sitting here talking
1: about it. But yes, a very fun action-paced match. Uh, The match following it. Uh, the X Division Championship match involving Josh Alexander was quite good as well. Yeah, good stuff, man. Number eight. Number eight comes to us
0: from New Japan USA. New Japan Strong. It was the new beginning in the USA. It was finally the big payoff: Kenta versus John Moxley. For the IWGP United States
1: Championship, mm. Tim, you start. I'll tell you this: Kenta went through hell and back to keep that uh, briefcase. Yeah, and even though he lost, he this was a war, and they did they put on a damn good match, but. With everything that happened in February, and Tony Khan calling himself the Forbidden Door, the real opening of the Forbidden Door here is the United States, the IWGP United States Champion, John Moxley. Yeah. New Japan wants John Moxley on their shows, and I think that was a major, major reason why the Forbidden Door was open. And now that it is, we're getting matches like this and another match that's higher on this list. Um, there was a table spot that did not work out for John Moxley. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, there was um, a lot of kicks, a lot of punches, a lot of, you know, the bulldog choke, the... I mean, I, I watched I rewatched this match last night with Sid, and I was like, I was very enthralled in this match. Yeah, man. Um, John, Sid, <sighs> uh, the payoff was worth it.
0: I'll say that the the payoff was worth the literal year long wait that we had to wait. Um, everything about the match was perfect. The lead up to it the storyline going on in Japan and even over on Dynamite. Um Kenta showing up on Dynamite and attacking John Moxley left the left the wrestling fandom uh jaws on
1: the floor. And Sid you mentioned something else <clears throat> about something being on Dynamite that was pretty wild. Yes.
2: Yes. Uh it was just crazy. Well you want me to talk about it now, or when me talk about that other match?
1: Just, just mention what I, yeah, what I said, like what I was going after.
2: I'm just saying that it was crazy that the uh, IWGP title, yeah. was on dynamite. Right. The U.S. title <clears throat> was on dynamite. Um, there was nothing pretty about this match, and that is exactly how it should have been. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Kenta is a absolute jerk, and John Moxley is a tough son of a bitch.
1: You jerk. <laughs> I loved at the yes. end whenever Kento was, of... was on his knees and just started sure. shooting the finger and saying, fuck Are you to Moxley. You. Moxley. Oh, I love it.
2: That
1: him. was great. Such it was great. Shit. But yes, yes Moxley retains.
0: Moxley is still the IWGP and US door champion. Door. And you know who wants him next?
1: There's a couple. Oh, yeah. During the Japanese commentary of this match, Hiroshi Tanahashi threw his name out there. Yeah. Minoru Suzuki has been talking about Moxley. Um, At length. Jay White, right? No. Palatoga actually said the only person worth a damn in AEW is John Moxley. (laughs) Oh, wow. That's, Damn. Uh, that's bold. <laughs>
2: Damn.
0: That's bold considering Lance Archer's there. Right. And he used to beat the shit out of you on the daily. <laughs> right. Uh, <coughs> so, we go on Was to that seven? number was eight? That... Yeah, that was number eight. So, number seven is another New Japan match. Comes to us from... I forget what show. New ca- new from Castle Attack. Castle. Castle Attack. Castle Attack. It Night was... Two. Night 2, cast Attack Night 2, it was Kota Ibushi, the Golden Star, defending the IWGP Intercontinental title against the leader of Los Ingobernables de Japan, none other than Tetsuya Naito.
1: Now, before we get into the talking of this, uh, the, 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 the match analysis or whatever, um, Kota Ibushi won the titles at Wrestle Kingdom. And he talked about putting the titles together. Naito said that he wanted to defend them separately. But New Japan wouldn't let him. Yeah. This is all part of the plan. But, uh, you know, Naito fans are saying... uh, They didn't let Naito do it his way. But they're letting Kota Ibushi do it his way. Uh, You know, that's par for the course because they're always cucking him. But in reality, you know, like... That's Naito's character. You know, like, Naito gets screwed over by the establishment. He comes up and he rises again. Obushi um, though, you know, he's, he's, he's trying to put together the Intercontinental and the World title to make the World Heavyweight title. Now, one of the things that I love about the World Championships uh, matches in New Japan is the opening screen where they show all the lineage of that title. Yeah. Um and the IWGP Intercontinental title also has a very nice lineage with guys like Nakamura, yeah. Maito, Goto, uh, I think Shelton Benjamin, M V P Omega. MVP Omega, yeah. Yeah. And <clears throat> does that mean now that whenever a defends None of those, none of those people of the world championship is going to be shown. Is it just going to be? Is it all going to start over? Like that's kind of fucked up to me. I don't know. I don't know that it's going to start over, or if they're just
0: going to like combine the videos.
1: But, that would be uh, cool.
0: That would be cool. But I really, I don't want it to just start over. I agree. Because <laughs> even when WWE did it, they don't ignore. The champions that came before Especially the undisputed since next,
1: championship. next year's anniversary show is the 50th anniversary. Yeah, man. You can't do away with 49 years. Hell no. Anyway, so this match, it's Tetsuya Naito and uh, Ibushi. What do you think happened? They tried to break each other's necks. Yeah. But before they tried to break each other's necks, they did some really good limb work. Uh, uh To be honest with you, I watched it in a uh, half-dead-asleep state, but I, in that state, I still knew it was good enough to be on this list. John, Sid, take over. Uh, (laughs) I mean, it's... Yeah.
2: yeah. That's... I mean, you pretty much just said it. It's Naito versus Ibushi. It can't be a bad match. Um, Exactly. I mean... I'm it's looking two, forward to seeing the two new of
0: the top wrestlers yeah. on the planet dude. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Exactly. And and I'm looking forward to the new belt design though, because IWGP belts are always really pretty. They are very uh, you know, I've I've been having this obsession with, with title belts these these past yeah. few days. I was telling Tim and I was watching like a bunch of belt reviews on yeah, YouTube. And like... Sorry, Go ahead.
0: but that's exactly it. Like as much as I'm like kind of kind of upset that they're unifying the titles. There is also part of me that's like, "Oh, I wonder what the new belt's gonna look like." Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I wonder if
1: it's gonna, what it's gonna look like on January fifth, whenever it's around Omega's waist. Oh shit! Just oh, kidding, shit. because the gonna beat him. Uh, but. Um, <laughs> Anywho, he's
0: going to walk in with the Impact title, the, the AAA title, the AEW title, and walk out with
1: just still those three. Yeah, <laughs> and, and then in February at Revolution, he's only going to have two. Yeah. Because Paige will win it. Hey, man. Stay in it, man. But uh, th- the other thing I wanted to say here, uh, it's on topic because it's about Naito. Yeah. The New mm-hmm. Japan Cup is currently happening. Yes. Naito... Had a, uh, He was selling a knee injury. His first round match was against the M- United Empire's Great Okan. O'Con used this to advantage and won the first round due to ref stoppage. Yeah. The Great Okan wrestled Toro Yano in the second round of the New Japan Cup. Do you know what happened? Toro Yano won. Against Great Okan? Who just beat Naito by ref stoppage. Why? Okay. I, I think the end of the match was him uh, taping Okan to the fucking guardrail. Oh, no. Do you believe that fucking shit booking? Yeah, that's... But New Japan can only get away with this f- from right after Wrestle Kingdom to fucking... Right after Sakura Genesis because, like, once once the tournaments get started, that's when Wrestle Kingdom year starts. Yeah. So if you're going to do this kind of shit, Gato, I guess it's okay to get it out of your system now. But Jesus Christ. Yeah. And, and w- if Will Ospreay does not make it to the final on his side of the bracket, to the semifinal, I'm going to be super fucking pissed. Yeah. Because our, guess who our, else
0: lost, John? Our brackets are... Guess who tough. else lost... I think I may
1: have heard... Did Jay White lose? No.
0: No, not Jay White. Who lost?
1: Jeff Cobb lost to Evil. To Evil? So, Khan and Cobb are out. It's what the really, fuck are they doing? It's really, Why are they making... If they're not yeah. going to push this motherfucking faction, why in the fuck did they make it in the first place? Exactly. That's
0: exactly it. Um, Jeez. And... It's really upsetting,
1: to especially me. after that fucking the fucking performances at, at, at Wrestle Kingdom, and uh, anyway,
2: uh, you know how, I mean, you got so pissed right now. Imagine how pissed you'll be when Sakagi is out
1: of his army. He's gonna have a. You know what? For just saying that, I'm thinking that maybe next month's list, you won't be here.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> because it's <laughs> Cancel! <laughs> you are excommunicated. Anyway, uh, we did a little bit of six and sixty episode right in yeah. the middle of this. Uh, the last, head match list.
0: The latest uh, victim of cancel culture, around
2: Can you call me by my YouTube name, please? Nerdy Mark. <laughs> I called they you, Nerdy Mark. Did. Yeah, you did. I'm talking about John.
0: I'm calling you the friend that I. I'm calling you the name that I call you as a friend.
2: Well, I appreciate it, but like at, uh, we're on YouTube, no. we're trying to be professional.
0: You can't say that.
2: Okay. We're on YouTube, we're trying to be professional. That's why I'm oh, saying my my yeah, brand has always been
0: the professional channel. All <laughs>
1: right, we're right. been...
0: we going into sixth. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: I do want to say one thing though. Um, that was one thing. Yeah, um, was the one thing. Yeah, that was it. Excellent. Bye.
1: <laughs> All right, what did you say? What did you want to say? Uh
0: you threw me off. Oh. Um what's happening with Evil is really upsetting to me because I was a huge evil fan. I was a huge Evil and Sonata fan, and now I couldn't imagine myself giving one ounce of a fuck about him.
1: I agree. Damn. Stop, <clears throat> stop trying to be Jay White number two. Yeah. And go back to being evil. Go back to being evil. Shoot.
2: should have never left L I J.
1: Thank you. Well, they had to do something for the pandemic.
2: GHC
1: World Title.
0: Noah back to Buddha Kōan Goshi defending against the legend Keiji Muto.
1: Now, if Keiji Mudo won this match, he would win all three major titles in Japan, putting him in an elite class of only two others. Um, whose names leave my mind, but I believe I mentioned it in a past episode. Um, yeah. Shizaki is the embodiment of Nella. Yeah. But losing to a legend like Keiji Muda, uh is okay. Because Shizaki ain't going anywhere. And we saw after the match, the rising uh, emerald star of Kaito Kiyomiya get into Keiji Muto's face. And Keiji Muto will be defending the title against Kiyomiya on the 14th of March. Um, I think you could get that on Fight TV. Um, Fight TV? Yeah. Uh, but this match, you I know, po- just like just like every other Shiozaki match during this reign, it was fucking bonkers, man. It was poggers. It was poggers, dude. Um, lots of lariats. <laughs> lots of lariats. <laughs> Sid, what do you got to say?
2: Oh, man. Uh, first of all, it was just... I, I really enjoyed watching this match right here. Um, it just... The desperation between the two men for that title uh, really, really shown uh, in in the ring. Um, yeah. You know, I think I think it's going to be interesting to see Kiyomiya versus uh, Muto on the fourteenth, and uh, like it's just definitely like the younger the younger generation versus the old guard, really there. Um, I'll tell you what. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, Keiji Muno's a legend, and I'm glad that, you know, he's finally in that class where he holds all the have big Japanese titles, which, by yeah. the way, when you say the Japanese titles, are you including, do you mean, like, on oh, Noah, New Japan, and... All Japan. All Japan? Yeah. Okay.
1: <clears throat> okay. Uh,
0: the ending of the match was crazy. I, I, I watched it last night. Um... Th- the the speed with which the match ended was kinda awesome. Like uh, I loved how how he just got that like quick roll up and that was it when Shizaki was trying to set up for that finish. Yeah. And he just like, nope, roll them up. One, two, three. Bye. <laughs> like you can't do that shit to a legend. <laughs>
2: Excuse me, sorry.
0: Number one, two, three, number five. We're in the top five. That had us in the first half. Not gonna lie. Uh, the GHC Tag Team titles were on nope. the line. No, not a tag team title match. Just a tag match. It was just that. Oh shit! <laughs> sorry, my bad. I was thinking about the DDT one. <laughs> the but legends, good
1: Jun Akiyama and Marufuji against Kaito Kiyomiya and recently defected out of Congo, uh, Inamura. And this fucking tag match ruled. Marufuji showed out. His strikes and his submissions. You know, he's just constantly innovating offense. Uh, Akiyama has... Has stayed the course through his career and changed his style up to fit uh, <clears throat> what he can do, and he still does it very strongly. Inamura showed a lot of great fighting spirit and uh, got the handshake from Akiyama after the match, which was a big deal. Kiyomiya, what can you say? Uh, he is a fun. He, he he does the fundamentals the best out of. Everybody in Japan except Okada. Like, if it comes to a dropkick, if it's not Okada, you want to see Kiyomiya. If it comes to... Right. You know what I mean? Um, But, um, I just remember watching this match and just being like, God damn, man. Like, I'm not always a tag match guy. Especially Japanese tag matches. Yeah. But this shit rolled.
0: Yeah, and uh, we've talked about that before. Um, the reason the reason that neither of us are very big on uh, pro wrestler tag is because a lot of the time it sort of devolves into just looking like two singles matches happening simultaneously. Um, yes. Where we're sort of, I guess, sort of indoctrinated, quote unquote, would be the word to use. Into expecting like the tandem offense, the double teams,
1: because we watch like the fucking Young Bucks and uh, FTR. And well, I mean, like uh, tag but team yeah. wrestling, man. I've been watching. You know, I, I used to watch the Steiner Brothers. I used to watch yeah. the Hart Foundation. I've, I've I've watched a lot of great tag teams in my life. So
0: it's awesome when you see two puro teams doing the you could call it Western style. Uh, double-team wrestling. Mm-hmm. But
2: and adding their own flavor to
0: it. Yeah, add a little flavor to it. Spice it up. Go to Flavortown. Say hi to Guy for me.
2: Um... Eat it off of my flip-flops, whatever.
0: Yeah, dude. And the next match <laughs> we're going to talk about had the same thing. That's why it's on here.
2: Let's, yeah. let, does Sid yeah. have anything to say about this? I mean, I love the sequence between Inomora uh, you know, and uh, Akiyama. Yeah. That was that was really so good. good. I think that was. I'm sorry, I took your job as the spot man, I guess, for this oh, match, John. Okay. But, but it was that was a great spot. I just, it was a. It was just two big bastards just freaking two big killing best. each other.
0: Big meaty men bumping meat.
2: Yeah, and it was great. <laughs> that was. I think the highlight of this match for me. I'll also
1: know? say um, with Muda winning the GHC title, Jun Akyama, who is. Uh, I believe near the same age or the same age, maybe even older. They're around the same age. Jun Akiyama won the DDT main title off of Tetsuya Endo uh, last month in a very good match. Um, So, we're seeing uh, in these other Japanese promotions, older guys taking the title and getting ready They're getting somebody else ready to take that mantle from them. Yeah. Um, But very good stuff. Very good stuff. Next match was better. was the better tag match, (laughs) and it came from DDT's friendship effort and victory. Yeah, In in Nagoya, and it was the tag team champions' eruption of Higuchi and. Uh Sakaguchi maybe? Uh let me see here. I have it uh their names are you know, escape me from time to time. yeah um, They're
0: they're well yeah, they're also uh, mostly very lengthy. Kazusada so.
1: Haguchi yeah. <laughs> and Yukio Sakaguchi against Kinoske Takashida and Mao. And Mao this match fucking rolled, man. You had you had high explosive offense from Kanosuke. You had an MMA type background with Yukio. You had very good counter and aerial uh, wrestling with Mao, and you had big hoss type shit from Higuchi. And it all made for some good stuff. And like you said, John, we don't see a lot of that Western style tag team wrestling yeah. in Japan this did there was a there was a good bit of tag team offense there was uh one of my favorite parts and it wasn't even a spot or anything was whenever yukio slapped his partner Higuchi in the face and was like get after him you know like, uh, that chill. that was some cool cool yeah. stuff um i rewatched this match twice in the past 24 hours yeah uh and i don't regret it um the knee strikes in this match, fucking Yuki, Yukio and Kanosuke.
2: their, their <laughs> knee strikes good. were
1: incredible, and and Mao, um, Mao, what about him?
2: I'm yeah. just saying he was freaking great in this match. Like Mao, his in his, awesome. his, he is awesome. His <laughs> offense was just, his offense was really really good. I. Like,
1: yeah, man, shit. those
0: knee strikes sounded like gunshots, man. When they, they threw did.
1: when they threw him into the ropes and he like grabbed the rope and flipped to the side, I mm. was like, "Damn, dog!" And then like Higuchi had him in a, like kind of like a bear hug scenario, and he like wriggled his way around, went backwards and underneath him. That was rad. Um
2: yep.
1: uh, There was a shote palm strike in. Th- into a german with a knee followed up the big big man uh higuchi with the claws on both Kinosuke and mal and then slamming uh doing the claw slam for the win but um and then higuchi set up i believe uh, mal i could be wrong for the uh the Nakamura-Wade Barrett-type uh, knee strike in the corner from Yukio. Yeah. But I haven't seen a knee strike like that to the gut since Nakamura was in J- New Japan. Holy shit. That's what I'm
0: saying, man. That sounded like gunshots. Uh, go, and
1: then bro. that other part where Higuchi... Haguchi was on this side, Wasn't... and Yukio was on I this was side. Say. And they that had Mal and Kunosuke back-to-back, and they were... One would throw a kick in the dude's chest. The other one would slap the other guy's chest. And they just... It was just... Wasn't there a thing where...
0: um, Wasn't there a knee strike that happened where... It was like the guy was flying over a pin attempt that was happening and the guy was coming to break up the hand, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he got hit with with, with a, a knee. Yeah. And it was like they went over the people that were on the
1: ground, and it was just like, right. like fucking hell. It was insane. Then there was a point where Higuchi like almost slingshotted somebody, but Yukio came over with like an axe kick or a, or a knee or something. It was fucking sickening. So good. So good. Oh, yeah. Another, another good match from last month that happened at the ddt kawasaki show uh uh yuki Eno, the ddt universal champion put his title up on the line against yuki osakaguchi i think that happened in kawasaki but um or maybe it happened this yeah it happened last month mm-hmm.
0: but anyway a lot of good shit's happened this month already too can't wait for that video man so much good stuff we got we got a whole uh, New Japan Cup tournament to talk about. Impact it's Rebellion,
1: like yeah, <laughs> it's Rebellion. Uh, um, the, col- uh, the no, not the no, col- the, the Collective, collective is
0: next month. That's in April.
1: But that's give. Oh fuck, April might have to be a fifteen month. Yeah, but I mean, like, <laughs> dude, Stardom tenth anniversary happened 10th this Anniversary. Month. Um, and Revolution and just happened. All those every yeah. almost every match on that Stardom show was yeah. fucking great, and um, but let's. Let's get back on track No, here. no, 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 hold on. You I'll got? fucking throw it in here just because uh we got uh Tokyo Joshi Pro. Yeah. Dragon Gate had uh the Champion Gate in Osaka two nights. Noah's coming up, Sacrifice, uh Big DDT show, the uh, um Fastlane uh NWA back for the attack. If you want to watch uh Sexual Predator uh Di- oh, dinosaur who dances the funk music and talks about Trump, then be my hey, ex, who Tyrus. What, what's your source, dude? Sounds <laughs> no, <I'm kidding>. uh, like <laughs> we got the ROH 19th anniversary show on the 26th, which is going to be fucking awesome because Jay Lethal's going up against roosh and Tracy Williams is going up against Dragon Lee. They're, they're going full frontal with this foundation against Ngobernaboli. And, stuff. and uh, MLW's never say never on the 31st. But anyway. Month is going to be fucking nuts.
0: We're going into the top four guys. No, we're going into the top three. We're going into the top three guys. We're about to talk about some wild shit. We're talking no holds barred. We're talking false count anywhere. We're talking Moxley, we're talking Kenta, we're talking Archer, we're talking Kenny by God Omega. (laughs) This fucking match? Holy shit. (laughs) Holy shit. The fact that this match happened, holy shit. The fact that the IWGP US title Mm -hmm. was on AEW Dynamite,
1: as well as the briefcase, holy shit. Hey brother. What? Brother Jay White didn't tell me you were coming. Fuck you! I'm not your friend. I'm not <laughs> your friend. I just want to bitch on Moxley.
0: And <laughs> sure. Kenny, Kenny's like, right on, right on. Tell Kenny. us about <laughs> this match.
2: Oh, uh, first of all,
0: sixty nine me dog Sixty nine me dog. Hurry before it goes off. Come on.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, There's oh I... <laughs> yeah. Th- this this was just absolutely bonkers and. Crazy, but in a very brutal way, and I loved every bit of it. Um, I especially loved the part where they went back into to the kitchen and they used potatoes as a weapon.
1: Yes, I mean, because they, they always really thought about me. a real fist. They potatoed them, but but Kenta actually potatoed someone,
2: and it was fantastic. And then uh, the ladder spots. Wait, was there a ladder spot? No, know. there wasn't a ladder spot. There, oh no, there was that. There was a bunch of table spots. Which were all great. I know
1: they brawled brawled into Peter Avalon's. Did somebody jump off of a a forklift or was that a different
0: match? Huh? Did somebody jump off of a forklift or was that a different match?
2: That might have been a different match. That may be a different match.
1: Yeah. I really don't remember. I don't know either. All I know is it was fucking Somebody chaos, and it was Somebody on awesome. AEW recently jumped off of a forklift,
0: and I can't think of who it was. It, it,
2: it, it wasn't a forklift. It, it, it wasn't... It was
0: probably Matt Hardy.
2: No, it was Nick Jackson when he climbed to, like, the top, like, very, very top. Yeah, no, Mike I fall. know
0: that. No, there was definitely... Like, ah, fucking.
1: I know what I saw. Who gives a shit? Let's talk about this match. Me.
2: Um, yes.
0: Golf cart. Golf cart making his triumphant return. No, I don't think so. I was wrong. Don't listen You're to what I'm really. saying. Sid, you talk more.
2: Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. Jesus, that's the best way I can describe this guy. Jesus. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. Again, it's just continuing to, you know, take, you know, just kick open the forbidden door and, in the words of DJ Khaled, tear off the hinges and put it in the fuck boy's hands. I guess. And, yeah, that, yeah, that's something that DJ College used to say. But, uh, okay, y'all are doing something, some crazy shit with my, with my video or something? No. Okay, I thought, no, I thought you were doing something. You were so focused. I was like, are y'all no, like... I'm
1: just looking at shit.
2: Um, oh, yeah, this video
1: is really devolved. Let's I'm, go to number I'm two. I'm looking
0: at what's next.
2: Uh, okay. Well, all right, well, I mean, I just thought this was like, so, again, just to show... Yeah.
0: Tim, we're putting our AEW paychecks in jeopardy here.
1: Yep. Yeah. You it was chaos. Fine. It was beautiful chaos. But there's what nothing, I'm saying is... There's nothing else to yeah, say. No, I'm saying
0: we only have one AEW match and it wasn't number one. But the two matches that are higher than it are both from the same NXT show. So, Vincent's Day was the shit. That just means, but that's going to find the face of the narrative that we're AEW shills. What are we going to do? Our paychecks,
1: they're not going to come in, dude. Maybe we'll make an <laughs> extra video after this where we, <laughs> yeah. you know, like... Yeah, we we could we, 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 we no, we could buy a blow-up doll, color its hair in brown... Skin brown, put on glasses, and literally give it head. Oh, you're talking about Tony Khan. Of course. I see what you're saying. He no. owns the
0: goddamn thought you were talking about
2: Sid. Oh. Um, yeah. I was a little bit. I was like, uh. I was like, what's happening? It's <laughs> like, uh. I, I don't know, man. Number I'm two, baby. Number
1: this two. guy don't know where to look. I'm here. That guy don't know what glasses he wants. I don't know what happened in half the matches. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good video, though. It's going to get millions of views.
0: Um, yeah, dude. Especially right now, because this is a match that happened that I had been waiting for for a very long
1: time. That's right. We're talking about so Finn Balor versus Pete Dunne. Two of the best fucking technical wrestlers on the planet uh, representing the United Kingdom. Um, Ireland's Finn Balor puts the title on the line against the UK, against uh, England's Peter England. LOL. uh, Pete Dunn, And my God, this was a slow burner to start, but it was okay because they were both focused on the arm and the leg of each other and but once it started kicking off it really it really kicked off man uh anything you can imagine from both of these guys it happened and i will say this i was a little bit pissed pissed off that this guy's hand is in the fucking video but um also Turn your fucking notifications off when you're doing a podcast, idiot. Anyway. Wow. Uh, see, see, you things. All right, well, see you later. All right. <laughs> you made him leave. How do you feel right now? Didn't they do that on Seth Meyers' show the other night?
0: Yeah, Seth Meyers. <laughs> yeah. Um, Colin Joseph's on Seth Meyers and this person, I forget who, I think it was Andy Samberg. Kept texting Colin Jost, but every text was like, hey, I hope this isn't messing up Seth's show. <laughs> it was hilarious. It was good shit. But yeah, man. Uh, I Those
2: was kinda,
1: No, but I was kind of pissed off that Finn Balor did kick out of the bitter end. Yeah. Like, you need to protect finishers. They
0: need to do better at protecting finishers for sure. The most protected finisher is the F5, and the guy that uses it is never fucking there. And, so, and uh, the
1: one winged angel.
0: And the one winged angel. But, uh, well, I'm, I'm talking spe- uh, specifically WWE. Mm. But, yeah. The, well, the, the Superman the punch. Angel is quite, yeah, the Superman punch is pretty protected, I suppose. I think yeah, the So more so, though. Um. What else is there? Uh I'm trying to think of finishes that nobody kicks out of. I, it's hard to pin one School down. Crushing
2: right?
0: Finale, right? Yeah, Crushing Finale was pretty protected for a while, at least. I don't know. I don't watch Miz matches. You don't watch <laughs> Miz matches? No. That's specific. <laughs> no, I don't watch... <laughs> If, it if fucking, it's
1: not on pay per view and if it's not Miz. a recommended, I don't match, watch mismatches. I don't watch the oh, mismatches.
2: If it's not Shingo Tsukagi, I'm not watching. I'm, just kidding. I'm kidding.
1: I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Shingo. I'm sure that underneath that desk of yours right now, you hey, have dude. the biggest heart on because we're talking about Finn Balor. So, I mean, it's cool because uh if, hey, if listen, hey.
0: Is, would you watch it? Huh?
2: Yeah, yeah of course you, and you would. Watch it. Uh, hey, listen, uh, Armbor Audio subscribers, get these guys to 1,000 subscribers, and Tim himself will write Shingo Takagi fan fiction and sell it on the internet.
1: There you wants go. it to happen. He tweeted that he wants it to happen. He's doing it all right. I, look, I'm just trying to
2: help you get more followers, man. You should be thanking me. jeez, instead of freaking busting my some... balls all the time. Uh-oh. Fuck you, man.
0: YouTube beef YouTube beef keep star. the YouTube beef is real <laughs> what's number one dude? are we gonna
1: talk about these matches yeah anymore? number
0: one number one Johnny Gargano Johnny Wrestling Johnny Takeover Johnny uh, Johnny Dipshit. Nickname Johnny Dipshit Johnny Dangerously starring uh, Steven not Steven Sylvester Stallone. I almost said Steven Seagal. That would have been funny. (laughs) Uh, Against Kushida. (laughs) Two of the best. Kushida
1: McFly. Two of the best, if not the best, 205-pound wrestlers.
0: This is one of the best (laughs) Johnny Gargano matches I've ever goddamn seen.
1: Everything in this match was great. The selling, the moves... The counter wrestling, the the passion, uh, everything, man. And it was so nice to see a Gargano match not ruined by heel tactic, yeah, fucking the way interference and shit. It was, I'm glad that they went that route with his match with Kushida. Now I like the, that we're done with the fucking the, the fucking. Uh, Ghostface characters. Uh, Sid, what do you think about this match? Yeah,
2: I uh, I think, first of all, I am glad that, like you said, they did the whole thing where they just let these two just fight it. Now, I'll tell you this. Johnny Gargano as a heel is starting to try to be like, you know, Chris Jericho as a heel. You know, that whole... Being, be like, ridiculous in his in his um, logic, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, I can see what you're saying, yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, in that sense. I mean, but also, like, okay, I'm not saying that Johnny Gargano is Chris Jericho, okay? Like, seriously, <laughs> I'm not. But okay. I'm saying that as... Won't anything. Yeah, I know, that, then, then Tim would really get pissed off. <laughs> he's but, really, uh, he's yeah,
1: really he's, paranoid. He really
2: is. <laughs> I am, I know. But, yeah, <laughs> So uh, what no, saying I'm saying is,
0: Johnny Gargano is Chris Jericho. Yeah, right? pretty much. Yes. That's what we're saying. Yeah, he's he's Chris Jericho, yes. He I is Chris Jericho.
2: Yeah. But anyway, I'm just saying, like, despite all that, all the shenanigans, everything going on with the way, when it comes to the ring, Johnny Gargano continues to show that he is Johnny freaking wrestling. Yeah. Maybe. Whether he's a heel or a face, doesn't matter. He's damn good in the ring. And honestly, this new heel character is in my opinion, very, very entertaining, like, I like it, you know, and, and, uh, Kushida, I really wish Kushida won, but whatever, uh, the North I American
1: guess... title scene is, is, is becoming a very, very nice scene, because yeah. I don't think Kushida's, uh, out, uh, no. of this, uh, yeah. Yeah. we got Dexter, Dexter Loomis. Loomis, we got Cameron Grimes, uh, uh Reed Potentially uh uh LA Knight probably.
2: I would I would even think Roderick Strong.
1: Depending where he go how it goes, yeah.
2: I mean he's pretty much like he pretty much is done with, with the know, era. Maybe. Like like he threw away the dog tags and he has new theme yeah. and he has the Roderick R S on his jacket, so he's pretty much done with, with the era. So
0: Seems like um, Kyle Rowe's doing with Adam Cole as well.
2: Uh, That's yeah. gonna be the match. That's gonna be a good match. Holy shit.
1: Um I can't wait till fucking Escobar sends that fucking yeah. block headed Your fucking asshole back to Ireland. Who? Yeah. Jordan, Jordan, Jordan Devlin. Jordan, oh he's, fuck. Is he there? He's coming. He's coming next oh. week.
2: He's coming next week.
1: What the fuck? Didn't he get caught in the speaking out movement? Probably. And WWE but did nothing. I hated, him. I hated him before that.
0: Because he's just a fucking ripoff Finn Balor. Yeah, Always exactly. He's, not, he's, a, he's, he's Finn, Finn Balor from
2: Wish.com. That's what he is. Literally. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he's I just got give
0: that give fucking blockhead,
1: man. And he's a prick. Like, for real. On the oil <laughs> <laughs> fuck you Fucking shit. bitch. Bow down to Legato Delphi. You're never tires, gonna
0: man. be Finn Bauer. Stop trying to be Finn
2: Bauer. You're not yeah. that cool.
0: You're not that good. It was I did
2: love the match that him and Balor had it, in NXT in the first NXT UK takeover show. Yeah, because
0: he taught
1: him. You would boss. watch Balor against a legitimate ant. I yeah, was, I would yeah. Just I mean you would watch Takagi versus a little little,
2: little ant too. So there you go.
1: Yeah, probably. Takagi
0: yeah, exactly. and Balor versus an ant colony who wins. Oh man. Uh, are they fire ants? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Damn it. Now that you now, now that you you said that yeah they are.
2: Well <laughs> no, um, can, can Takagi and Balor use like a crap ton of insecticide?
1: Or just do they have magnifying glasses? Is it, oh Is shit. it a sunny day? Oh shit. Yeah. It's a no-holds match.
2: <laughs> or it's like
1: no. Or like uh, they uh, uh,
2: um or they get the machine from Honey, I shrunk the kids and
0: they I shrink down and they just beat up all the ants. Is it a fair criticism to say that we've gone too long in all of wrestling without any new champion other than Kaiji Muto? What the hell are you talking about? I'm talking about the fact that like we haven't
1: seen a title change hands in like... Tetsuya Endo just lost the title
0: to okay, Juno t- Akiyama. I'm talking about... Kota
1: Ibushi won the titles. In January. Yeah, but like Omega beat Moxley when? Before January. December. In December. At the winter. He's winter. talking about
2: all the matches we talked about this uh I'm this month. All the
1: matches we
0: talked about. Like we talked about so many title matches and a title changed hands in one of them. Like so what? they're good. I know that I know they're good. I'm not saying they're not good. I'm saying I'm getting a little sick of like
1: who's currently holding the titles. Well, you don't have to wait too much longer because Finn Balor is about to drop the title to Karrion Cross, and then he's hopefully yeah. going. Oh, yeah. Then hopefully he's going to cut off the head of the table.
2: That would be great. Yeah. See, I wouldn't even feel bad if if uh, Balor when, when Balor loses to Cross because I love Karrion Cross too. Right. So. I'm, I'm just, just saying, as big I'm up. not saying
0: that I hate everybody who's a current yeah. champion. I'm saying like I'm I'm ready for some new stuff. I agree, I mean? man.
1: Swerve yeah. Swerve deserves. Uh, yeah, especially with that heel turn. Title. Uh...
2: Yeah, now that especially with that this heel turn, that's I
1: really I really wanted Ryu Ryu Mizunami to beat Cheetah. I think I the really winner. Did. I think the winner of the main event this week of. AEW is going to be the one to dethrone Sheeta. Yeah. Well, I really it's hope it's Rosa. Either way. I hope it's Rosa.
0: I hope it's Baker.
2: Yeah. That's fine, too, but I
1: want Britt Baker's been
0: elevating her game ever since she fucking debuted. I know. Britt Britt
1: Baker has been the face and the charisma of that entire division since it fucking started. And the fact that she hasn't had the title yet is a fucking disservice to women's wrestling.
2: Tim's done. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I guess... I just want... I also want I want Thunder Rosa just because I wanted Britt Baker in the beginning... But then after Thunder you can just like her because
1: she's from Texas, dude. Just and God, she's a damn like
2: good freaking wrestler. So shut up.
1: Ooh, man, Sid, get getting today. Yeah, it's it's just
2: it's for the content, man. It's not nothing, nothing personal. It's for the I, content. I agree. Oh shit. Yeah, uh, you're welcome. You're getting good content
1: now. You know what I think it is? I think it's that fucking Paisley shirt.
2: Yeah, it is. And when it put on this shirt, I just I it. I asked for Frick. this.
1: I asked yes, for this. Is. This is my this is your fault. I, this call is your him, I call him the Paisley Punjab Prince, and it it blew his head up. Yeah. And now I'm paying the fucking price. Last time I'm ever nice. I zoomed in on you for, for that one. On <laughs> but anyway, that was the ma- the top ten matches of February. If you like our opinions, go check them out, however you do so. Uh, Sometime this week, upcoming, uh, Sid, myself, and John, and a new member, will be starting the Gooniverse. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, We still have the giveaway of Jujan Thunder Liger figure ringside exclusive going on. Go to our Twitter or, or to our Instagram or our Facebook page. Take a picture of subscribing to the YouTube channel and you will be entered. Uh, next week, we will be doing Fans Bring the Topics. So if you're watching this and you want a topic or a question answered, DM us or you know leave it in the comments section of this video. Um, and directly after that video airs, we are going to announce the winner of the Jujin Thunder Liger figure, which should be on March twentieth. Yep. Uh, so if you haven't entered by the nineteenth, uh, you're up shit creek without a paddle, bud. Uh, <laughs> so with that, make sure to turn in tune into the Nerdy Mark channel whenever he drops his stuff. He has a new series called Mental Health Mondays uh thank you sid for for uh putting a light on oh
2: yeah uh and this game is is tough
1: dude wherever you are in the world whether it's morning noon or night you have a great one and peace and love to all of you bang i got pushed off the screen like academy awards with this motherfucker